Hey, this is Casey Kearney, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. And here we are with uh, week two of the National Football League playoffs, Troy. And uh, it was definitely an interesting weekend for all. Uh, I don't even know if I even want to talk about my weekend. Uh, even, even though I did well in the standings, um, I if, if there was ever a weekend that a team truly beat themselves, you have to say Pittsburgh truly beat themselves. Yeah, oh my I mean, gosh. does it make you wonder if they made the right decision by basically letting the Browns into the playoffs? Um, yeah, right. Well, I mean, honestly, though, if Pittsburgh played like that against anybody else, I, I think the score would have been even more lopsided. Even though it really didn't look lopsided, uh, it was lopsided. You know, I mean, you got to you got to give them credit for hanging in there. You really do. Yeah, but yeah. Um, geez, I mean, you would think, you know, when that defense needed a stop, it it, it just couldn't get one. Like, no, it, it couldn't. It could. And I was waiting for that dramatic um, T.J. Watt strip yeah. of the football and uh, and them doing something with it, but um, but Cleveland had a good game plan, you know, drop back, throw it quickly, almost Ben Roethlisberger isk. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, not just that, but, um, I mean, to, to, to get spotted seven points within the first 15 seconds kind of helps too. <laughs> right, who's, who are you kidding to get spotted 28 points after quarter what? one? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I'm talking about that first play and then you, know, you got two veterans back there. Pouncey, yeah. And Roethlisberger, and uh, I mean, you can't really blame blame Ben on that. No, oh, um, not on that one. But no. you, you know what? Actually, and I heard about that play with the snap going over Ben's head. Is I actually heard that um, there's a. I guess they started somebody at guard beside Pouncey that that was kind of they didn't think should start because he was a rookie or something or I don't know. Yeah, and I guess they said that Pouncey might have been worried about sliding over to help him right away. And that might have been why he wasn't as concentrated on the snap. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what to say about that other than uh, that's a poor excuse if that was his excuse. It is. But I, <laughs> did I hear correctly that he announced his retirement? You did hear that correctly. Yeah. That shocked I thought me. It, that shocked yeah. me. I was like, oh, come on. And there's another reason you want to talk about. Uh, we were talking about Ben possibly retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he loses Pouncey, which obviously it sounds like he has – uh, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. New, new offensive coordinator, new center, new I offensive mean, line coach. Uh, oh, that too. Yeah. They fired the uh, offensive line coach, the off, uh, offensive coordinator. There was somebody else they fired too in the coaching staff. Uh, and, um, yeah, so it sounds like they did a little bit of gutting out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the more I what? hear you talk, the more I the more I wonder if uh, if, if that might be it for Ben. That yeah, might be it. Yeah, I I'll be honest with you. Um, 
I did not like Randy Fickner's play calling. Um, because what it did was with Ben dropping back three steps and throwing, um, you know, what it did was it allowed the defense to play up and mm-hmm. it also allowed the defense to stop the run. Yeah, I think that's a good call every once in a while or, mm-hmm. or even if that's the majority of your calls, but you still got to do something else to mix it up. You yes, know? you do. Yes, you do. And he didn't. I didn't think he did a good job of mixing it up. Uh, especially with the the wide receiving um, tools that they had, you mm-hmm. know? yeah, it just seems like they they could have put a lot. I mean, more... between Johnson, Washington, and Claypool, you got some guys that can go deep, oh my and gosh, they just yeah. were not given the opportunity to do that. And, and you know what? If Ben does retire, how much of a selling point is that receiving mm-hmm. core for a quarterback wanting to find another team? Absolutely. Oh my yeah, gosh. absolutely. Yep, I mean, could it be? Could it be Wentz? Could it be Watson? Could it be Stafford? Yeah, you know, and, and you know what? A part of me is I, I'm actually salivating more for Wentz than Are any really? of them. Uh, I think Wentz fits that offensive mold and that city better than any of those other quarterbacks that have been listed. Maybe Stafford could be the exception to that role, but um, but other than that, I think I think Wentz is like honestly the better fit. Yeah, he could be. Term, I mean, he's definitely used to kind of playing in that type of weather and stuff. I yeah, mean, you know, the wind and um, so yeah. I mean, it could be. He, I, I think even though Peterson got fired, I still think Wentz needs a change of scenery. Something is yeah. just not right there. Um, I, I guess the owners liked Wentz better, mm. but I, I, I don't. Well, I mean, why else would you get rid of Peterson? I don't know. Yeah, Peterson probably said he wanted to get rid of Wentz and go with Hertz, and the owners probably said, "No, we're not ready to give up on Wentz yet." I would imagine. I mean, what else could it be about, right? Um, uh, Yeah, but you know what, though, whoever they hire, head coach wise, they're if that's the case, they're going to have to tell the ownership they're committed to Hertz, right? Right. Um, And I don't know that. I don't know. I mean, based on how Hertz played, I can see a couple of the coaches saying, "You know what? We we like this kid," right. It definitely was. Um, they were definitely a more competitive team when Hertz was playing, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think so too. So, but um, yeah, boy. I mean, so you got your heart broken, and I was uh, on the verge of having mine broken again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Well, that's good um, though. You got that out of the way, and uh, I did. And I and I and you know what. Um, as weird as this kind of sounds, and I think I might have told you this, mm-hmm. I think they needed that. Yeah. I think they needed a close win that came down to a crazy play at the end, Hail Mary, whatever it might be, just so that wasn't always in the back of their minds. Yeah. Now they can go, be free, play, and not think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to hear cursing all the way from my house if you hear the term Hail Mary again on TV. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I agree. I think, I think, uh, it was a good game to get out of their system and you know what? And I, and I think I said this also, Indianapolis wasn't a slouch to play against anyway, you know? So it's not like that 27, 24 was one of those scores where you're like, Oh my God. And that was, and I didn't know this before that, but that was the third highest amount of points the Colts have let up all season. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what does that tell you? It says their defense is done quite well yeah and the and for the bills even they only ran like 50 plays that game so the colts did exactly what they wanted to do yep. they wanted to hold, control the ball run the clock and and the bills even so still had the fourth highest yards per play that they did yeah all season yeah so they only had 50 plays but they were making the most out of those plays you yeah. know what i mean oh yeah so Very it just true. i mean they had the right game plan the colts mm-hmm. had the right game plan they, they just did. needed a couple other things to go their way well the only thing I would say about the Colts with their game plan was they got too aggressive. I think so, too. They should have took yeah. that field goal at halftime. Mm-hmm. And In um, fact, I think if they weren't as aggressive as they were, they had a good chance of winning that game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, who, you know, when, when you could say, well, you know, if you would have did this, other oh, things yeah, would have yeah. changed, blah, blah, blah. But, you know what I mean? I, I still think that, that uh, yeah, they, they definitely had the right idea going into that game. Mm-hmm. And um, most definitely, you, you got to give it to the Colts. You got to give it to Frank Reich. He had his team ready to play. I mean, yeah. that, that's all you can say. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. So, but and yeah. then uh, how about Taylor Heineke? 
Oh, I know. You know, I know. Third stringer probably gave Brady a heart attack. Oh yeah, um, I was impressed. <laughs> and and what I'll tell you what, that's another thing. And what does that say for next year? I mean, he's got to at least have a shot, right? Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I mean, he's say at least, least he's luck. at least earned him. Yeah, he's at least earned himself a shot to to you know. I'm assuming we'll probably have some preseason next year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's at least going to get a look in the preseason, you would I, think. I would I would imagine so, yeah. Because um, yeah, he looked he so, looked poised. He looked real He poised. did. He looked really good. And mm-hmm. they might have found something. And maybe he's not the franchise. Maybe he's not. But maybe he can hold the fort down for a few years until they find the guy that they're ready to hand it over to. And in the least, they've at least found a, you know, a backup for a good while, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, and do they give up? And does Chicago give up on Trubinsky? I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah, I, I know. I know if they keep him, I know they're not going to pay him anything big. No. So, will that have Trubisky wondering if he can go somewhere else and get a little bit more money? And if he's wearing black and gold next year, I would not be a happy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he fits there. I don't think he fits there. Honestly, no, I don't. No, I, I would hope not. But yeah, um, yeah. So. Yeah, there's a couple of different. I mean, you know, I, I'm trying to remember some of the other games off my head. The, the Saints and Bears was just what we thought it would be. It'd be a mm-hmm. snoozer. But um, I watched a little bit of that game on Nickelodeon. Did you flip over to Nickelodeon? You and know what? Watch it? I, I did, and I couldn't watch it. No, no, you couldn't it, take it serious. My gosh, no! I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, it, and, yeah. I, it was designed to get kids into football. Is what it was, you know. And uh, and hopefully it did that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was funny, you know, just. Um, Apparently that one announcer, um, I think the guy that was doing the kid that was doing the play by play was only fourteen years old. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well so kudos to him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um but and then you know, having the guys when they would score get slimed, virtual slime or whatever, that was, you know <laughs> it was funny. It was it was yeah. different. So um so here's what I'm predicting as a long shot, Troy. And uh this okay. is this is only a long shot prediction. Okay. But J.J. Watt is going to sign with the Steelers. And I think J.J. Watt will be the reason, if there is a reason, that Deshaun Watson comes on board. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, I, I wouldn't rule it out. No. Anything can happen. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would be kind of sweet to see Deshaun rolling out with his speed and such and then having a choice of throwing deep to any one of those ridiculously good receivers. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, Juju probably won't be there next year. Uh, you don't think? No, no. In fact, uh, he was he was uh, shown – I don't know if he was tweeting it or, or what, but he was like – he showed a picture of Heinz Field and he said, just for the record, I don't want to go. So, do you think? Do you think Tom? He think Tomlin had enough of that? I don't know that Tomlin had enough of it, but that's the Pittsburgh way. Like mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to receivers, especially, um, they're a dime a dozen, and they seem to always find good ones that come out of that. And, and we just had this conversation last week, yeah. and and we're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a young kid; he's just trying to have fun. But but yeah, at some point you need to learn to shut your mouth. Yeah, you, you know do. what I mean. Like, you do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. as we talked about, these are professional athletes that are getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. We get it. They have enough motivation just in that. Yeah. But to make it personal and to give them more motivation inside, I that know. is – you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I and I compare Juju's play, honestly, on the field. I, I compare him to Heinz Ward. He's a mm-hmm. tough, gritty player, but off the field, not even close. Not even right. close to Heinz Ward. So yeah, Off the field, he has too much AB in him. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, you know? that's true. A little combination of Heinz and A.B., right? Yeah, yep. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. But, honestly, I, I don't expect to see him back. I don't. Obviously, Pouncey doesn't sound like he's coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben doesn't seem like – I mean, it, there's a lot of things pointing in the direction that he's not coming back. Uh, so, as much as people want to hope that the Steelers are rebuilding – they really have everything still in place, you know, except for a quality starting quarterback. Yeah. You know, and uh, they had the defense. The defense is going to even be better next year because 
injured players are coming back, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be um, – I'm looking forward to seeing the direction that they go, especially in the draft um, and so forth. But, hey, you know what? We got some more football to play. Yes, we do. So, and uh, so I guess yeah. uh, we can kind of go over last week's standings. Um, yeah, let's do that. If, if you if you want to go over that real quick, and then we'll get into the picks. Sure. Um, well, finishing in last place – Picking up where he left off from the regular season uh, is Jesus. Uh, he finished uh, he finished first week in the playoffs at two and four, with a point differential of seventy three. Um, finishing in second last place, um, you know what? Um, actually, it's you, Troy, um, because you're- no, I think it would be Mike. Because well, him and I had the same record, but I have the tiebreaker over him. Well, your your point different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You got that extra win. My bad. Yep. Um. Yep. So yeah, it's Mike at three and three with a point differential of ninety two, and then it's you at four mm-hmm. and three, uh, with a point differential of ninety four. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't realize it was uh, that high. You got crushed on that Baltimore Tennessee game. Uh, okay. <laughs> and and also Pittsburgh Cleveland. Well, I think everybody did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so uh, but yeah, ninety four there. Um, so in a record of four and three with that extra win, um, yeah. And then uh, and then it's uh, then it's Mike at three and three with a point differential of ninety two, uh, and then it's me with a record of four and two with a point differential of eighty six, um, and then Bruce. Bruce again. He is picking up where he left off at the uh, second half of the season. Uh, point differential um, of sixty-one, but a record of four and two as well. So he and I, wow, he and I tied with the record, but point differential. Yeah. Um, so yeah, congrats to Bruce on that one, Mister Hot Stuff. Man, he's rolling into the playoffs yeah. right at the right time on a hot streak. Yeah, he's not playing around. He's not playing around at all. So, I guess with that being said, week two. I guess two, we'll uh, kick it off with this week's picks, yeah, so, and um, I guess the order's going to be a little bit different this yeah, week. So, we'll be starting off with Jesus. Yeah, Jesus to lead us off, and um, I, I guess um, we'll go in order of the games here, which is uh, mm-hmm. Rams-Packers first. Yep. Um, and he's starting us off with an upset. <laughs> I was wondering. I don't know why, but I thought he would. He almost he's, has to. Well, that's true. Um, but he has the Rams over the Packers, twenty-four to twenty-one. Whew, can you and, imagine? And uh, I'll tell you what: LA um, going into Green Bay, though. Ouch! I know. But if there's one thing that can help a road team win, it's defense. Yeah. And that defense is playing pretty darn good right now, and you can't deny that. Hey, you're talking to the only person that picked them last week, Troy. Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And what did Seattle get? What, what did they end with? 10 points, 17 points, 20 um, points maybe? I don't remember. Seattle ended up with 20. So it was a 20. final score, 30 to 20. That's right. That's what it was. Yep. Okay. Yep. But, um, yeah, I mean, and you were right. You you called that. Um, mm-hmm. th- that Seattle team, just did, it, just, it just didn't show up. No. And, and that was, that's that's what they've been like all year. You know, one, just, week, yeah. one week they look like Super Bowl contenders, and other weeks they, they don't even look like they're able to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, uh, yeah, so he's starting that off. And then um, his second game, uh, a little surprising. I, I didn't. I don't know that I see this much of a point spread here, but he's got the Bills 28, the Ravens 17. Oh, wow. Okay. And and now this one here, you're going to like this one. Uh-oh. It's, it's not bad. It's just he's got the Chiefs beating the Browns, but listen to this. 30 <laughs> to 28. 30 to 28. Okay. Do you think the Browns keep it that close? Yeah. <sighs> You know what? Um, you know what? We'll find out when yeah, we get to your picks. I was just going to say, uh, good question. I'll let you know. <laughs> and then uh, the last one, he's got the Saints over the Bucks, twenty-four to sixteen. Twenty-four to sixteen. Okay. All right. Not All right. Bad. So uh, if you want to roll over to Mike, yeah, we'll roll over to Mike, and uh, Mike's got a well. We'll start off. He has Green Bay uh, beating the Rams, twenty-seven to twenty-one. Okay. Uh, Buffalo over Baltimore in a close one, 31 to 26. Mm-hmm. Um, upset 
He's got Cleveland. What? He's got Cleveland beating what? Kansas City 31 to 24. And I what? believe I believe what he basically said was um you're gonna see you're gonna see Mahomes do a, a throw a pick six. Uh yeah. Thirty one to twenty four hey. Cleveland over KC. I like Mike's predictions because that means the AFC Championship would be at Buffalo. So I'm off for it. I bet you would be. I bet you would be. But, uh, yeah, good luck on that. But, um, yeah, because like I said, I mean, Pittsburgh had five turnovers and only lost by 11 points. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and that's why I was hesitant on answering your question, by the way, Troy. Okay. Um, and then we got New Orleans over Tampa Bay 27 to 25. So that would be a, a good game. Got, yeah, he's got a real close one, and uh, and basically he's setting up a, a Green Bay, New Orleans, and Buffalo, Cleveland. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, indeed. I, uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind that honestly. <laughs> no, no, I bet you wouldn't. All right. So if we can avoid Kansas City in the AFC Championship game, not that I'm looking over Baltimore, because yep. I. I You'll see here by my picks. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to come down to the wire. Yeah. In fact, we'll get onto it right here. I got um, my picks this week. I got the Packers twenty-seven, the Rams twenty. Twenty-seven to twenty, you said. Yep. Okay. And uh, I, I see the Bills game going like this. I see this game coming down to the wire, and I see the Bills rookie kicker nailing a field goal mm. to win it, twenty-six to twenty-four. Is that really what you want to say out loud? That's not. That's not what I want. That's not what I want. I <laughs> no, want no, it to no. be a blowout. What, what I'm saying is, do you really want it to come down to your kicker in the playoffs? No, I don't. <laughs> but I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I, okay. I did. I, I I was looking at this game all kinds of different ways, and I was like getting all Einstein on it and pulling out all kinds of different formulas and trying to figure out points and blah sure. blah blah. And I went by like when the Ravens got hot. And when the Bills got hot, the mm-hmm. Bills are on a seven-game win streak. The Ravens are on a six-game win streak. Yeah. And I took all them points, and I added the uh, average of points against, points four, points against, points four. And I had the Bills at like 26.3, uh-huh. and the Ravens were at 24 or 23.3. So I just kind of rounded it. Okay. And that's where I got 26.24. So. <laughs> they, I'll tell you what, Baltimore had a pretty impressive game plan against um... – Against Derrick Henry. Der- against Derrick Henry. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think you're going to have to see more of Josh Allen's legs again. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens play a lot of man, mm-hmm. and they do do a lot of blitzing. Yeah. So, two things are going to have to happen here, I think. I think you're going to have to see, like you said, I think you're going to have to see Josh Allen avoid somebody and either possibly run downfield. Because when you play man, your backs are turned. Yeah. You're not watching the quarter. Your eyes are no longer in the backfield. Yep. So that's that's that gives the quarterback a capability of taking off for a good 20, 30 yard chunk sure sometimes. Is. Sure is. Um, but I also think this is the game where Diggs and especially Beasley have to come up big because they are the man beaters on your offense. Yeah. And um, I I think I think they're just I I don't know I think it's going to be a Josh Allen game and um, I, I, I either way I think it's going to be a Josh Allen Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson game I really do. Yeah. Whichever quarterback plays better is going to win this game, and I think that's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I got the Chiefs doubling up the Browns, okay. thirty-four to seventeen. Thirty-four to seventeen. Okay. And I I went back and forth in this game so many times, <laughs> and as I told you before we uh, recorded here, I I don't know that it's easy for a team to beat the same team three times in one season yeah so i went with the bucks 23 okay. to 21 23 to 21 okay so that would definitely fit into your upset special um i mean you know what i mean i don't ever want to bet against brady yeah now what happens if buffalo plays tampa bay in the super bowl you know what i want that do you I, I want that. Okay. That would because because I did not I hated having to basically be handed the division this year and not being able to knock Brady off the throne. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I would like that opportunity to go in there, and even though it's a different team, different franchise, it's, it's still Brady, it's still and Brady. he's still been the thorn in our side for how long? 
Yeah. And to be able to knock him off the throne, I would love that. And let's face it, uh, Brady is a huge difference maker when you look at how New England did this year. Absolutely. So and how and how Tampa Bay did. Yeah. Oh yeah. They haven't true. made the playoffs since 2007. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that um, to me that confirmed my opinion of Brady being the goat. Yeah. I mean. I, trust me, that that's not easy for me to say, and uh, and I and I have to say, you know what? No, he's earned it. I mean, six Super Bowl wins, number one, has earned it. Yep. Um, but to see what he did for Tampa Bay and and to get that first win and and to see how New England unraveled, unraveled, yep, I should say. Yep. So true. So uh, yeah. So kudos, uh, kudos to Brady, and uh, who knows? We'll see. But. Uh, Obviously, that wouldn't be my pick because I have my Saints going all the way. So, my my other black and gold team. By the way, I didn't even realize that my uh, my Seattle pick's already out the window. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's right, that's right. All right, well, so that leads, right? that leads it. Uh, actually, yeah, that leads it to me. So. Um, Green Bay over the Rams, twenty-eight to twenty. I have Buffalo over Baltimore, twenty-four to seventeen. Um, I do have Kansas City in a close one, and um, I have that game thirty-five to thirty-one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, I have New Orleans over Tampa Bay, twenty-eight to twenty-one. I figured you would. You got to stick with your Super Bowl pick. Oh, They're yeah. still in it. Oh so. yeah. So um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it's going to be New Orleans at Green Bay and uh, Buffalo at Kansas City, the way I have it picked out here. So, and before we move on to Bruce, let me ask you something, because um, uh-huh. you're a Steeler fan. Yeah. So you hate the Ravens. I sure do. Did that go into that pick, or was this honestly just a head pick? You know what? Probably, It probably had something to do with it. Um, <laughs> but but I, I do like how Buffalo's defense matches up with Baltimore's offense. You know, I like I like the speed that Buffalo has. And that's mm-hmm. what, and that's what you need uh on any defense that plays Baltimore. You need that speed um to counterattack Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they got fast linebackers yep. and and the other thing that you really need to be against that Baltimore defense is you need to be disciplined. Yes. You have to stay home, you have to cover the edges. It you ha- you just have to. You mm-hmm. can't fall into the trap of going after him, because all it takes is one juke, and next thing you know, he's forty yards yeah. down the field. Yeah, and uh, and something with Lamar Jackson, he's not. I mean, it's not unheard of to see him drop back five steps and then just literally run straight up the middle for sixty yards. Right. You know, uh, so, but I but like you said, they you know Buffalo has some pretty good linebackers to counterbalance. Yeah, um, you have you almost game. have to have a spy on him. You you really yeah. do. I I don't trust. I I just don't trust Lamar Jackson, um, having the game on his arm. Yeah, you know uh, the whole key about, and that's just it. The mm-hmm. whole key to them is making them one dimensional. Because if you can do something to maybe not stop their run, but at least contain mm-hmm. it and yeah. make them get impatient. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sold that Lamar Jackson is the greatest passer yet. I'm no, really not. Oh my gosh, no. Um, but and and then look at that. Look how look how Lamar has played the Pittsburgh Steelers this well his entire career. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does not play well against. Well, no, number one, he doesn't play well against a defense that can disguise, mm-hmm. uh, and also he doesn't play well with a defense that's disciplined. And uh, and when it comes to the outside linebackers, I mean Pittsburgh had some pretty good outside linebackers to to deal with, and also inside for that matter. Um, right, you know, yeah, because that was before they lost any of them to injury. I yeah, think. yeah. So so they're able they're able to contain them and contain them well. And I think Buffalo is going to be able to do that as well. And yeah, and you take that element out of the game, I, I just don't see Baltimore beating Buffalo. But yeah. And I'll and I'll end that I'll end this discussion on this thought. Um, I was listening to a different podcast, and it's it's they cover the Bills. And uh, last year during Lamar's MVP season, um, he had his worst game against Buffalo last mm-hmm. year. Um, now, granted, it's a different defense. There's about four or five different starters. Sure. Um, but it's the same coach, and it's the same game planning, and it's the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I'll be honest with you too. If Baltimore was playing Kansas City this weekend, I'd be picking Baltimore. Would you really? I would. I would because I don't think Kansas City has a defense strong enough to um, stop that speed. In fact, if things work out the way they are, I honestly will have Buffalo beating Kansas City. Hmm. So, so do you do you think the winner of the Buffalo Baltimore game goes to the Super Bowl? Is I, that do. What you're saying? I do. Um, well, yeah, I do. I mean, even though your preseason pick was Kansas City, wasn't it? I believe it was, but Kansas City has not impressed me um, <laughs> going into this stretch. Well, maybe they'll change your mind this week, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, see, and that's a tough one to read too because you're not going to get a good. I don't know if I can get a good read on how well they do against Cleveland. You know, that's true. So you, you got to wonder, and and this isn't anything against Cleveland. Yeah, and we'll get the Freezes picks here in a minute. But yeah. got, this isn't anything against Cleveland. But you gotta wonder if everything that just happened—they get into the playoffs, beating the Steelers—like that's a huge high right there. That was right? their Super Bowl right there. Right. So you gotta wonder if they're gonna be content. If they're gonna have a little bit of a letdown now, you gotta wonder that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you look at the drought that they had, I mean. Uh, yeah, it was just it was such a long standing drought and I think the the last time they played Pittsburgh in the playoffs, they were actually winning by twenty four points and ended up It was a pretty big yeah. deal because that wasn't that when Maddox was the quarterback? Uh yes, I believe it was. It was Maddox and Couch, maybe, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, it would have been Couch. And uh, that was a shootout, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. like thirty forty four to forty one or something weird like that. It was or? some ridiculously high scoring yeah. game, yeah. And uh yeah, and it was Pittsburgh coming from behind. In fact, they were down twenty four late in the third quarter of that game. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh and they came back and, and won it. So I think that's why probably Cleveland Browns fans were really biting their nails going into yeah. that last quarter. As, you know, when, when it gets to within 11, they were probably thinking, uh, this isn't good. Uh, well, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Because they kept cutting it to 11, but then they couldn't get past that 11. No, they you know? couldn't. No, they couldn't. So but uh, so let's yeah. move on to Bruce. But what did, did he trash talk you a little bit this week or what? Uh, you know what? I think Bruce's response was, you know, I'm not even going to talk to you about that Cleveland game. <laughs> and I and I and I responded with, you know what, Bruce, you have every right to brag about that game because, uh, well, number one, I said, you know, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh beat themselves worse than anything, and uh, and you should be happy that your boys won. So, um, yeah. So, um, but he doesn't have them winning. <laughs> I will say that early. So maybe that's maybe that's his, that, that's his psyche playing. I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, Keep picking against them. It's working. Yep, that's right. Uh, So, yeah, so he has uh, Green Bay beating the Rams 30-20. to Um, He has Buffalo over Baltimore 21-20. to Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, He has Kansas City over Cleveland 35-28. to And then um, he has the Saints beating Tampa Bay 28-21. So he has all the home games winning too. So oh, He has the same score you do with the Saints game? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Wow. Yeah, That's he funny. Does. Yeah, that is funny. In fact, if you look at it, um, the Green Bay game, I have 28-20. to He has 30-20. to Oh, yeah, good point. 35-30. Um, yeah, look at that. <laughs> You guys each have 35 for Kansas City? Yeah, it's going to be hard for me to make any ground whatsoever on him. Yeah, you guys have all the exact same picks. Yeah. yeah. Either way, you guys will be tired after this week. That's what it's looking like, yeah. So, So, um, yeah, I think uh, my Bucks game. That'll be the difference maker for you. Yeah, it sure will. I mean, other than that, everybody else did the same thing, I think, really. Well, except for Mike. He picked Cleveland. Oh, Mike with Cleveland. Yeah. And Jesus has the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of different here and there, but pretty much, you know, it looks like you and you and Howie or you and uh, Bruce took the safe route and took all the favorite home teams. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> Trying to run the clock out or what? Um, no, no. What I've learned, especially in the playoffs, there is no safe bet. There's just no safe bet. Yeah, um, especially. I mean, geez, like I mean. 
the New Orleans Tampa Bay game can go either way. Absolutely. Um, honestly, Baltimore, yeah, Buffalo, Baltimore. I mean, that could go either. I mean, really, we could be looking. I could be looking at a three-loss weekend. I mean, if you look at how statistics are. Yeah. You know, so who knows? Who knows? But um, we'll see. I, I, it's weird because I think KC and Green Bay are the two safest picks. But yeah, there's a reason there's only eight teams left in the playoffs because yep. these teams are good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, or, or they're so, and they're well coached. I mean, right. So, yeah, it, it'll be fun. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, usually, usually there's well, I guess there still is. Usually, there's that one team that's in the playoffs that I hope and pray that don't make it to the Super Bowl, and uh, and that now you got two of them. Well, you know what, though, not necessarily. Um, Baltimore is a definite no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't be a, a total sellout with Cleveland. Really? Yeah, I really wouldn't because I mean, geez, if there's a team that deserves a little bit of love <laughs> with their history, um, yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't be so heartbroken to see Cleveland go all the way. Hmm. You know, I mean, think about think about what they went through. Uh, when they played, you know, Denver during their heyday, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a team that deserved at least one Super Bowl berth. The fumble. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Ernest Biner. Yep. Oh yeah. So true. So true. So, yeah, Elway killed them a couple times, didn't he? Yes, he sure did. And then Elway <laughs> couldn't finish the deal. Yeah, not until he got a running game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So true. Um, and a yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, I obviously, you know, with Buffalo being this far, I don't want to see any other team make it but them. But yeah. um, I, I wonder if something like winning the Super Bowl would actually hurt Baker. Well, he, he's definitely got an ego thing going. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you're asking a Cleveland fan, they're okay. Oh, no, they'll with take that. it. Yeah, they'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I'll take one Super Bowl win, yeah. and if Baker retires, whatever. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he's still going to go out on the uh, Cleveland Hall of Fame if he <laughs> right. Absolutely. If he yeah, he can retire after winning that Super, Super Bowl, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but no, I, I I seriously wonder how that would affect the rest of his career. Honestly, I really do. You know what, though, I also wonder. Um, I almost I almost see a maturity, a maturation with Baker. Do you? I do. Um, he just seems like he just seems like he's got a little more of a level head on his shoulders. Uh, he's he's not that person that you look at and you're like, oh my gosh, what an ass, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. He, he's just not that guy anymore, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I don't see that in him as much as I would see it in maybe some other players that are in the league. Does this solidify the fact that they're probably gonna? Try to move Beckham after the season. I I would think so. I would Why think not? So. Yeah, they've played better since he's been gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, there's a guy who hasn't grown up, right? Eh, he's been better. I, mm-hmm. I gotta give him that. He's been better. He yeah. has. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you got you got to look at the team is mostly a run team, mm-hmm. like. There's not enough pass. When they, when he was in the lineup, they were trying to pass the ball more than that team was made up to do. Yeah. Because they're trying to force the ball to Beckham, and that's just not the way that that team is set up to play. No. And, and, and um, they did that because they didn't want to have Beckham upset and, and cause a cancer. Right. So, I, I mean, I, the, the thing is, is how hard is it going to be to trick? Not that he's going to, not that no team's going to want him, but what are they going to be willing to give up with him coming off an injury again? I, I mean,. <laughs> I don't know. I just look at the wide receivers in the league, Troy, and uh, receivers are easy to replace. I mean, I I, I think so. I mean, not number, not number one receivers. Uh, I mean, there is a there's still you know there's definitely still a market for that um, for an elite receiver like Beckham. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I mean, you can get by with others. You don't you, necessarily have to have a number one guy. Right. Right. So, because I don't believe Pittsburgh has it has had a number one receiver this year. I don't think so. No, no. I mean, they had some. I good think it ones. started. I think it started off the year as Juju, but yeah. um, 
I mean, I see, and, and I think he was probably their most dependable receiver. Mm-hmm. I see Claypole as being a number one eventually. I think so. Yeah, but, um, but I think he has the ability absolutely. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I don't think they really had a number one since really since AB. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's going to be a lot of question marks. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where quarterbacks go. Um, I mean, we pretty much know the top two quarterbacks in the draft, you know, and yeah. and for the most part, where they're going to go. Yep, Lawrence, and uh, and now it's just been reviewed. Well, you know what? I mean, pretty much everybody thinks Lawrence is going to go number one, and I agree with mm-hmm. that. But Urban Meyer has now just come to terms with Jacksonville as their head coach. Mm. And he did recruit Justin Fields from, from Ohio State. Um, yeah, that's true. So how does that play out? Uh, you know what? That probably has some play. Because he I mean, definitely that... is going to be comfortable with Myers' uh, system. Yeah. Well, it's not really Fields' decision, though. No. So how does that does, – does, um, does Urban Meyer come in there? <laughs> and I mean that's that's going to light a fire under Fields, you would think, if the coach that recruited him is now in the pros and doesn't pick him number one. Yeah, good point. So I yeah. don't think having Fields, especially this year, is a bad consolation prize. No, not at all. Not at all. Like I said, especially with him having that extra motivation, knowing that my college coach that recruited me doesn't think. I'm better than this guy in the pros. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's gonna that's gonna put some motivation under that guy. Um, yeah, that would put a fire under me. That's for sure. Absolutely. So I mean, we'll see where good where the uh, what happens with the Jets with their head coaching position. But um, there's a strong rumor that they might like Peterson. Okay. Well, Peterson because because I mean... Joe Douglas, who's now the Jets GM, was the the GM in Philly. Okay, well, there, there's another one that I guess you're going to find out how much they thought of Peterson. True. You know? True. So, yeah, good point. Good point. So, I, if I had to bet on him, I think that's what's going to happen. I think mm-hmm. Peterson's going to have to go on to the Jets. Probably okay. doesn't have to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, just take a trip up the uh, Garden State uh, Parkway, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so. my. Yeah, it should be All a right. fun it should be a fun season or fun fun off season, but like I said earlier, you know, we still got the playoffs, so we do. Hey, real quick before we wrap up, yeah. what you, what is your opinion on um coaches being interviewed and stuff while the playoffs are still going on? I don't agree with it at all. I don't either. Why don't they make it that they have to wait until the season's over and then you can do your interviews and like no hiring can be done unless it's a coach that's not coaching right now well yeah well, i know i know why they wouldn't do that because that wouldn't be fair to to the coach like the coaches wouldn't like the guy's having a good season as a coordinator he knows he's a hot commodity as a head coach but mm-hmm. then he's going to get overlooked because he's not available right. so maybe they should just make the rule hey you can fire your coach whenever you want to but you can't hire a new coach and until you can, yeah or you can't over. interview anybody sure you know sure um that could be you probably see a lot less in season firings then yeah you're probably right you're probably right I don't know. That's, um, but yeah, I, I I've know. never been a fan be of that. I don't, I don't think that's right. And I don't think it's fair mm-hmm. for a guy to have to set up interviews with another team when he's trying to concentrate on his team in the playoffs. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? I agree because I mean, that's happened with the Steelers before with, um, sure. you know, it happens when a team gets good. Mm-hmm. Obviously they start poaching coaches from their coaching staff. Sure. And that's, that's, that's tough. That's tough to keep. And not to, not to keep replacing coaches, but like, um, I don't know, for instance, for the Bills, like Brian Dable, he had an interview with, I believe, the Chargers, and I believe the Texans. Hmm. And, you know, that's on Sunday. Now, granted, maybe it's usually probably an off day after you come off of a victory or whatever. Yeah. But still, I mean, you're not just going to that interview blank without anything prepared. Right. So that means you probably had to be preparing something before that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, think, I, don't know. I think that's something that should be looked at. I agree, I, and I don't understand why it's even a, a topic of discussion, you know. I, mm-hmm. it, I mean, because it's been like that forever, and and why. And I know, I know that folks who interview these coaches have to ask permission first. Right. 
uh, and but you uh, pretty much can't deny him if it's a if it's no. a if it's a if it's a um, promotion. Like you can't ask for permission to interview somebody mm-hmm. if it's the same position. Yeah, but I if agree. it's a head coaching position, you pretty much can't deny them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think there's some sort of rule that you can't deny an um, an upgrade position. Sure. Or, you know what? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, hey. I mean, even if I were in that position, uh, I would be like, you know what? I'll still interview because I don't want to lose that position, especially you know if it's a. I, I mean, I would love to have the opportunity to coach Houston, for example. Right. You know, they they just seem like they're a little more further along than a lot of these teams with that record, you know? I think the Chargers are right there, too. Yeah, yeah. And and also the Chargers. Especially, especially with Herbert. The I was going to say, they got a nice quarterback to work with, too. So I think that's where the Bills' offensive coordinator goes. I think he goes to L.A. Okay. Yeah. I think I think they saw what he did with Allen, mm-hmm. and I think they liked the, what he could bring out of Herbert then too. And and just wait until that stadium is full. <laughs> I mean, think about that stadium and think about, well, California in general. I mean, I feel bad yeah. for, I feel bad for the folks, the Rams and the chargers mm-hmm. uh, for not. Yeah. I mean, not having a single fan in there and Vegas. Yeah. Which shocks me, you know, shocks me that Vegas. Yeah, I know you're yeah, right. They're a little that does, more, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're usually a Sin City for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, now we choose not to sin. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Vegas is going to be uh, a team to be reckoned with. I think too. I mean, I geez. think so too. Um, I'm, I don't know how I feel about Carr yet, but I, you know what? I thought they had something to Mariota when he came in there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I wonder if that's not an open quarterback competition next year. Yeah, I, I guess it could be for sure, for sure. Yeah, and then so, I guess we'll have to see too where all these other quarterbacks, free agent wise, go. Yeah. So, so uh, not the greatest Pittsburgh week for you, huh? It, no, my gosh, no hockey or football, right? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Jari. I mean, <laughs> what the heck is going on with that guy? So, but uh, I, I will say, Sidney Crosby had a pretty nice looking goal. He did. Yeah. Knocked it out of midair. And yeah, he did. So I'm glad to see him in uh, midseason form. But, uh, yeah, because technically it would be midseason already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. But he's he's one of those players. He's such a professional, though, when it comes to being ready. So yeah. I, I never doubt him. Well, I hope um, everybody's predictions uh, work out on the Bills game the way it has because um, <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, I, I know we're just amateurs picking these games, but whenever I see a clean sweep, it makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah. Look at Pittsburgh last week. I know, I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh, it just it, it always makes me say. nervous. I never like being the heavy favorite ever. Yeah, I know because it, and not that you know Baltimore is going to see our picks here or anything like that. Yeah, but um. <laughs> You know, I doubt they're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie to see who they picked this week. Well, you know, Baltimore isn't that far from us, Troy, so uh, there's a good chance that Lamar's listening to us right now as we speak. Hey, speaking of football, though, yes. real quick, um, let's let's promote um, – got a pretty cool interview lined up. We do, and kudos to you, Troy, for lining that up. I, I just went out on a limb, and uh, I saw him on Facebook, and um, – He's a former Bills and Giants and Patriots offensive lineman. And I just sent him a message to see if he'd be interested in it. And, and he would. And it's going to be uh, Marquez Sullivan. Yeah. So, Is it Marquez? I believe so. Or I think Mar- that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Marquez uh, Sullivan. Uh, and, and like you said, and he played the year that the Patriots won the Super Bowl for the Patriots. He did. I don't know how it felt because I think he was between the Giants and the Patriots that year. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So I don't know if Poor he was guy. like an off-season addition. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I don't know if he was – well, we'll find out. We'll ask him. But I don't yeah. know if he was an off-season addition for the Patriots and then got cut. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you know, when season starts, they make the cuts. And then maybe the Giants picked him up. I don't know how that all – I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to speculate. We'll, we'll ask him about yeah, that. Yeah, and he's but, also uh, got a uh, pretty interesting business to promote, too. And uh, yeah, I'll be curious to learn a little bit more about the uh, – he's into the uh, telehealth business. 
And yep. is that is that his business solely or? I don't know. We'll okay. have to ask him that as yeah, well. So um, I was trying to look at like you know how it founded or whatever, and yeah. I couldn't find any information on that. Yeah, so I'm not so, sure. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what that's all about in in regards to his taking ownership. And also, speaking of guest, uh, tomorrow we have uh, Casey uh, Kearney's uh, video um, very good available um, Waffle House. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw that she was uh, just interviewed on. Uh, on the uh, local radio station in her hometown and uh so nice. she's yeah so she's uh she's heavily promoting it and it, and it sounds like it's uh g- getting some steam so and then taylor marie wagner with her best uh female artist award yeah, yeah we got some talent i'll tell you what we know how to pick them troy i do we do we do uh <laughs> so yeah i'm excited to uh to talk to marquez i mean i um i, I remember um he got there in, I think, 2001. Okay. So I'm also curious. I, another thing I want to bring up is um, I know he wasn't uh, playing that year, his rookie year, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he was probably practice squad or something like that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him um, what he remembers about September 11th and coming back to play that after that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good point. Or, I mean, he wasn't playing, obviously, but, you know, what how, how that all was handled. I'm, I'm just curious to hear what his recollections were well, on yeah. that. And when they, they canceled that week are. of football and, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. And I always like so we def- always like talking to pro athletes uh, and asking them who was the best player they got to play against, and mm-hmm. you know, like or play with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and what kind, you know, what kind of what kind of person was Tom Brady or or whoever he played with in the moment, you know. So because mm-hmm. like, he he might so he would he would have been on the offensive line when Drew Bledsoe was there for the Bills. Yeah, and what about and I guess. I guess he would have, when he went to New York, he probably would have been there with Eli, I guess. Well, I was thinking either him or Kerry. No, I think, I think he went to New York in 2003 or four. I think Kerry was already gone by then. And I think that's when the Giants had picked up Kurt Warner to to mentor Eli. You're right. And then Warner, it wasn't working out. And then that's when they moved over to Eli about halfway through the season. Cause, um, yeah, because Eli and, and uh, Roethlisberger were drafted the same year. So. And Rivers. And Rivers, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah, so it'll be a fun interview. I hope uh, I hope uh, he uh, can make the interview. and, uh, and we'll Yeah, it sounds like he's ready to roll. Yeah, so. I can't wait. So uh, we'll, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, like I said, kudos to you, Troy, for uh, for snagging that one up, man. That was, that was yeah. great. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty excited when he said he was available. I'm like, yes, that's a pr- that's a pretty big get. We got Heck like our, yeah. our first pro athlete. We've been trying yeah. to get one for a little while now. Yeah, in the middle of the playoffs, nonetheless. Yeah, so, perfect timing. Absolutely, perfect timing. Yeah. So yeah. So with that being said, yeah, he does he does a lot of co- uh, coaching and youth mentoring too. So that'll be cool to talk to him about. Oh things. yeah, good point. Yeah, so. good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to so. talking with him. So he seems like a seems like a pretty smart guy. So absolutely, yeah. All right, All right uh, roll us out, Howie. Yep, we'll do. And uh, yeah, so once again, guys, uh, good luck with everybody uh, in the playoffs, and uh, even you, Mike, picking Cleveland. <laughs> and um, you know, until uh, until next week, guys. Everybody, uh, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Stay Tuned TNH. Email us Stay Tuned TNH at gmail And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.